What you think, you see, and you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Welcome to the Think Better, Live Better podcast. We're your hosts, Mark and Angel Chernoff, New York Times bestselling authors and creators of the popular blog, Mark and Angel Hack Life. Today's episode is titled Teamwork, how small people create massive life-changing results. This morning, as I was relaxing at the water's edge of Miami Beach, I couldn't help but eavesdrop on a conversation four teenage kids were having on the beach blankets next to me. They were talking about making a positive difference in the world. And it went something like this. It's impossible to make a difference unless you're, you know, a huge corporation or someone with lots of money and power, one of them said. Yeah, man, another replied. My mom keeps telling me to move mountains, to speak up and stand for what I believe. But what I say and do doesn't even get noticed. I just keep answering to the man, and then I get slapped back in place by him whenever I step out of line. Repression, another snickered. I smiled because I know exactly how they feel. When I was their age, I was certain I was being repressed and couldn't possibly make a difference in the world. And I actually almost got suspended from school once after I openly expressed how repressed I felt in the middle of the principal's office. Eventually, one of the kids noticed me eavesdropping and smiling. He sat up, looked at me and said, what, you disagree? As he waited for a response, the other three kids turned around too. Rather than arguing with them, I stood up took an old receipt out of my wallet, ripped it into four pieces, and wrote a different word on each piece. Then I crumbled the pieces into little paper balls and handed a different piece to each one of them. The kids looked really confused. Look at the word I've written on the paper I just handed you, and don't show it to anyone else. The kids followed my instructions and then glared back up at me. You have two choices, I told them. If your word inspired you to make a difference in this world, then hold on to it. If not, go ahead and give it back to me so I can recycle the paper. They all almost immediately returned their words without hesitation. I sat down on the sand next to the kids, beach blankets, and I carefully laid out the four words that they had just returned to me so that they could clearly see me combine the words one at a time to create a simple sentence. The sentence read, I have a dream. Dude, that's Martin Luther King Jr., one of them said. How do you know that? I asked. Everyone knows Martin Luther King Jr., the kid snarled. He has his own national holiday, and we all had to memorize his speech in school last year. Why do you think your teachers had you memorize his speech? I asked. I don't really care, the kid replied. Three of his friends shook their heads in agreement. What does this have to do with us and our situation? Listen, your teachers asked you to memorize those words, just like thousands of teachers around the world have asked students to memorize those words, because they have inspired millions of people, repressed or otherwise, to dream of a better world and to take action to make their dreams come true. You see where I'm going with this here? Man, I know exactly what you're trying to do, and it's not going to work, all right? The fourth kid said, who hadn't really spoken up until this point. We're not going to get all inspired and emotional about something some dude said 50 years ago. Our world is different now, and it's more screwed up than any of us can even begin to imagine. And there's, you know, little that you or I could do about it. We're just too small. We're nobodies. 
I smiled again because I once believed and used to say similar things. Then, after holding the smile for just a few seconds, I said, On their own, I, or have, or a, or dream, are just words. Not very compelling or inspiring. But when you put them together in a certain order, they create a phrase that has been powerful enough to move millions of people to take positive action. Action that has literally changed laws, perceptions, and lives. You don't need to be inspired or emotional to agree with this, do you? The four kids just shrugged, but they struggled to appear totally indifferent. So I could tell they were listening intently. And what's true for words is also true for people, I continued. One person without help from anyone else can't do much to make a sizable difference in this crazy world or to overcome all of the various forms of repression that exist today. But when people get together and unite to form something more powerful and meaningful than themselves, the possibilities are endless. Together is how we move mountains. Together is how small people create massive, life-changing results. You know, about an hour after I spoke to those four teenage kids this morning, I grabbed coffee with an old friend, Megan, who has spent the past two decades of her life driving teams of horses that pull carriages for romantic rides through downtown Orlando. In conversation, I told her about the kids and what I had discussed with them. She listened curiously and then responded with some incredibly interesting insight. Our conversation went something like this. I love your message of teamwork to those kids, Megan said. It actually reminds me of working with my horses. What do you mean? I asked with a smirk. Well, something you might not know is that two horses pulling together can pull significantly more than the sum of the same two horses pulling separately. That's interesting, Megan continued. One single draft horse can pull roughly 8,000 pounds. But when you harness two draft horses on the same load, they don't just pull twice their maximum load, they can actually pull three times their maximum load, which is roughly 24,000 pounds. So the sum of two horses working together actually multiplies each horse's individual payload power? I asked. Exactly, Megan said. That's amazing. But how can this extra power be explained? Well, in basic scientific terms, I suppose you could say that it's easier to keep a body in motion rather than to accelerate emotionless body from rest. The main reason behind this is that lesser force, one horse pulling by itself, means more allowance for friction. Thus, moving a heavy object beyond a high friction point to the point where it has momentum is a lot harder than simply keeping the same heavy object moving once it has momentum. Two horses working together means less friction and more momentum, which ultimately equates to a higher payload power. That makes complete sense, I said. You're bringing me back to my college physics classes too. But I also wonder if there's like a psychological aspect in play for the horses too. You know, for example, is it possible that the horses are also motivated when they get the opportunity to work together rather than alone? Megan paused for a moment and cracked a half smile. I'd say your hunch is correct, Mark. Horses are truly pack animals with an active herd instinct. This can manifest itself in a group of horses showing an obvious willingness to do things together for a human being that they might otherwise hesitate to do by themselves. In essence, you might be able to get a pair of draft horses simply to attempt to pull a higher gross weight each than you could convince them to pull alone. A team of horses is incredibly strong and it truly is a magnificent feat to witness 
when they are pulling a carriage full of people all over town. It's teamwork at its finest. And I think there's an obvious lesson here for all of us. So why did I just share these stories with you? Well, because doing so helps remind me. It helps remind Angel too. We always share stories together. And we know you need a reminder sometimes too. Sometimes we all need to be reminded of the power and beauty of working together. As Helen Keller so profoundly said, alone, we can do so little. Together, we can do so much. There is immense power between us when we combine forces to work toward a common goal. Teamwork is everything. All together, we are infinite. You know, this story reminds me that, you know, I haven't gotten to where I am today by myself, right? Like, none of us have gotten to where we are all on our own without the help of others. Yeah. And I think it's important to reflect on that because so often we think, you know, our willpower can just push us through. Oh, we can do this. We can accomplish this. Or, you know, oh, we'll never be able to make a difference. But the power of working together, A, it has gotten us to where we are today. And B, we can make a massive change by working with others. Yeah. No, I, you know, I love your, your point of self-reflection too and saying that, like giving almost gratitude for the fact that teamwork has helped you in your life. I mean, no matter how great an accomplishment people have taught you, people have guided you, people have um, pushed you, people have spoken life over you, you know, mm-hmm. and inspired you. Um, you didn't get to where you were alone. You yeah. didn't, you didn't get you, every success in your life has had somebody else standing by, whether it's the person who created the object that you used to create that success in your life, whether it's somebody who taught you a lesson that contributed to your ability to, to, move forward. Yeah. So that, that, that's a beautiful point of self-reflection as, as it relates to teamwork. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I, I think it's so important, you know, um, these two stories I shared, you know, which are just personal stories, little everyday stories, meeting people and, and talking to friends and just hearing how teamwork affects our lives, right? And even the lives of animals. Um, you, you just, you, you can accomplish so much more by working together. And I thought it was fascinating, you know, those draft horses, it, it, it seems almost infeasible that two horses working together would could could move so much more than one horse by itself like when you combine two together suddenly the friction's less and you're moving and it's it's just a perfect example of the power of teamwork you know um i mean i loved your example of you know the i have a dream you know individually those words may not be inspiring but you put them together and now there's a whole movement yeah so I think that really drove the point home for those kids and they, and they got it. And, and, and yeah, and, and they really did, you know, and, and it's, it's such a good reminder for all of us. Like, you know, where can we create some teamwork with our family members? Like, how can we help each other just a little bit more in our, in our office environment? Like, how can we be more of a team player, more of a teammate, you know, and, and help our, our coworkers accomplish the general goal that we're all shooting for anyway? But how can we go one step out of the, out of the way? So that we're actually those two horses pulling together. Yeah, like yeah. They, we're literally pulling the same load at the same time and we're not working against each other and we're not doing it at different times, right? Because one horse moving it now and the next more horse moving it later is not as strong as the two horses moving it simultaneously together. So how can we come together with the people in our lives, personally and professionally, and help move things forward and make it easier on us and easier on them. Yeah. And what do we look for in a teammate, right? What do we need to push forward? Do we need encouragement? Do we need resources? And how can we be that person for others? 
Yeah. I mean, and again, it's, this is not groundbreaking, right? We know that teamwork is important. All of us inherently know that. But I, I, it, is, it is important to remind ourselves of this. And it's a step into our next, you know, meeting or our, our next family gathering and think about how this applies to the people in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. And where we might interject and say, hey, how can I help make your job easier? How can we help each other accomplish this? more effectively, more efficiently? How can we work a little smarter and not harder, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So, I mean, let's just let that sit as a reminder for all of us that teamwork is a a valuable uh, aspect of our lives and that there are people in your life that can support you in accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish. I, I know that we've said this tirelessly, but you are only as strong as your environment. When you want to create something in your life, a positive change, when you want to achieve a goal, you can't do it alone, right? Mm -hmm. Your willpower and your effort alone will only take you so far. And in fact, willpower by itself is just an overrated part of our lives. We think, oh, I can just will myself into doing this to accomplish this big goal, to create this change in my life. You need a supportive environment. If you, as an example, a very obvious example, if you are trying to um, dial back on alcohol, if you are trying to rely less on alcohol. If you just don't want that to be kind of a go-to um, source of relaxation in your life. Now, if you, if, if, if you decide that and you say, okay, this is what I'm going to do, but you spend a lot of time around people who are drinking alcohol, do you think it makes you uh, a more successful or less successful at accomplishing that goal for yourself? Mm-hmm. Of yeah. course, less successful. Our, our environments <laughs> are important. And I mean, sometimes teamwork can just be even the conversations we're having, right? And who we're surrounding ourselves with and what that environment and atmosphere looks like. Um, we're in a mastermind group and it's a group of entrepreneurs from uh, you know different industries and different spaces, but we're all trying to create something. And once a month, we jump on a call with six different people just to hash out ideas, just to, you know, say, hey, what do you think of this? What do you got going on? What are you doing? Just to spark ideas. Right. Just to hear their stories, just to hear, you know, it it just, yes, it it, it just jogs your memory a little bit in your mind about what's important, about what is and is not working, about how that person's stories and lessons might apply to your life. Um, It's a very supportive environment. Again, and we're putting ourselves in a creative environment because we ourselves want to create something of value for others. Right. Mm-hmm. Same thing. If, if you if you want to dial back on drinking and consuming alcohol, you spend more time in a supportive environment that makes that easier. You don't rely on your willpower alone to do that. You rely on teamwork. You rely on a supportive environment that's going to allow you to ch- achieve that goal. Yeah. And we dive more into this topic on our blog at markandangel.com. So check it out. Remember, what you think, you see, you ultimately become. Think better. Live better.